Welcome back everybody, it's me E-Man and today we're going to review X-Men Apocalypse. Okay, let's get into a quick intro. So the world's very first mutant, Apocalypse, is here to bring on a new world order. And it's going to be up to District 12. Oh, this ain't that. So it'll be up to the X-Men to unite to take them down. Alright, let's get straight into the good. The good. First of all, the 3D effects are amazing. Even in the opening credits, it's immediately going to grab your attention. Throughout the entire movie, the visuals, awesome. Just great. I think it's completely fair to say that Michael Fassenbender acted his ass off in this movie. It was almost like he was acting in a completely different movie and everybody else just so happened to be there. You felt everything, whether it's his pain, his anguish, his frustration, all of that was beautifully conveyed on the screen with his acting. He was by far one of the most interesting characters that the moment he was on the screen you were immediately invested. As for the story overall, I thought it was pretty good just because of the fact that it was actually consistent and coherent. Unlike the first three X-Men movies, this one actually made sense. So if you're familiar with the past films or you just recently watched them, a lot of things are going to make sense and it's going to feel like one big continuous story. And I was actually kind of set back a little bit. There was a lot more violence in this than I anticipated. I also kind of like the emotional aspect and how this movie wasn't afraid to go too dark. I did enjoy the fact that this movie was able to poke a little fun at itself. I think we can thank Deadpool for that. I thought Oscar Isaac was really good as Apocalypse. He was powerful, he was menacing, he was very intimidating. And the entire time, you really felt like this was a bad guy. Just like we saw in Days of the Future Past, it was also kind of nice to see Quicksilver come back and still bring that comic relief and bring in the little fun moments throughout the movie. Now, one thing I will say I did enjoy was Mystique and Eric, or Magneto's connection. I thought that worked because they spent so much time in the first couple of movies to just show that they had a genuine relationship relationship and a genuine connection. Speaking of mystique, let's get to the bad. The bad. We look up to you. You're a legend. We love you. Oh my god, shut up. 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 Look, I'm a comic book fan, so take this bias with whatever grain of salt you want. But I am not a fan, and I've never been a fan of Mystique, the character, being pushed into the forefront as the reluctant hero. I'm sorry, they were just trying to be a little bit way too creative. This whole idea of Mystique, who has traditionally always been a bad person in the comics, she's never had this whole maybe I'm good, maybe I'm bad, maybe I'm confused. No, she's bad. She leads bad people, she kills people, she doesn't care about anybody but herself. The only reason Mystique, this character that has never had any level of stature or elevation like this, is only getting this kind of attention because it's Jennifer Lawrence. Everyone loves Jennifer Lawrence. We look up to you. You're a legend. We love you. Look, the Jennifer Lawrence Mystique love was so ridiculous and eye-rolling and gut-wrenching at some points. Almost every single story, every single angle in the movie always had to come back to her. No matter what anybody was going through, I wonder what Mystique would do. I love Mystique. We get it. Stop. One of the things that was always good about X-Men was the fact that they were always a team. It wasn't always revolving around one central figure. Yes, okay, Hollywood did it with Wolverine, but that was fine because Wolverine was actually a favorite popular character. There's a difference. And they had individual things that you could relate to, but the one thing that always brought them together was their united presence against discrimination. In their world, it wasn't racial issues, but it was mutants versus humans. All of that gets sucked away because rather than focusing on that actual real life tension that was the core of the X-Men, you focus 
on Mystique and it's distracting. Did you know in the X-Men, Charles Xavier and Magneto were both based off of the ideologies of Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X? That was one of the things that made it so relevant. That's one of the things that made the whole X-Men concept so timeless. When you put Mystique in there, it's a huge distraction and it completely erodes any other type of issues that you're trying to deal with. When you go and revise the source material that much, you can't expect for people not to have problems with it. Now, it's one thing if you want to just sit there and have different little splices and changes. That's okay. But don't go deviate from left field. Nobody is going to want to go see a Batman movie where Poison Ivy is leading Robin and Batgirl against crime because she wants to be the reluctant hero. That's crap. And let's just get the big elephant out of the room. Her entire performance in X-Men Apocalypse was lazy. You know why? Because she was Katniss. She was Katniss from The Hunger Games the entire time. Oh, I don't want to be a hero. No, I don't want to leave. Okay, I'll leave. You know, I'm the new leader, but I don't really want to leave. Like, shut up. You... <sighs> Okay, Wolverine. First of all, Fox, what are you thinking? Why would you show this in the trailer? The whole movie tried to build up the Wolverine scene so that it would be an actual surprise. And it almost would have been. Had you not shown that trailer and spread the news on Twitter and social media and stuff, like stop it. Leave some surprises to be a surprise. Okay, let's just go to the reason. The reason. X-Men Apocalypse was really about more of the same. There was nothing really new or exciting or different about this movie. For me, it was kind of equal to Days of the Future Past. However, with the constant Jennifer Lawrence slash Mystique references, this felt like Hunger Games with mutants. But because of the fact that it still had some action, which was good, still had the visual effects, which were great, had some good acting from Fassenbender and Isaac, it wasn't that bad. So when it comes to the rating for X-Men Apocalypse, I'm gonna have to give it a seven and a half out of 10. Yes, it's still worth the watch in theaters. No, it's not the most epic comic book movie ever. Yes, it is better than Batman versus Superman. And disregard my last video for it. Look guys, I was a little drunk that day, right? So. Oh, don't go comparing that. Just disregard that. Click on it. I need the views. I would encourage you to watch it in 3D if you are going to go and see it. I'd highly advise going with low expectations so at least you can get the best out of this movie that you can. Oh, and by the way, there is one post credit scene. So make sure you stay until the end. By the way, parents, be advised there's at least one F-bomb that is dropped. And for the most part, this movie is not a kiddie movie anyway. Like, there's a lot of violence and gore that, like, if your kid is under, I don't know, 13, like, don't bring them to this. This is not something that, oh, the X-Men are on. Oh, they're on TV and cartoons. That's not this movie. Don't do that. Don't be that parent, please. If you're interested in hearing what other critics have to say immediately after watching X-Men Apocalypse, go ahead and check that video out and be nice. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions. So I got a quick question for you. What character are you looking forward to seeing in X-Men Apocalypse? Well, thank you for watching. Hey, I'm doing a spoiler review as well. So if you want to see my spoiler version, you can click on the little eye up there or just click on the video right here. Well, that's all I got for today. Thanks for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please don't forget to subscribe. You can always follow me on my Instagram and Twitter at spoiler-free. You can always get more of my reviews on my main website, emansmoviereviews.com. And while you're there, sign up for my email list. That way you never miss any of my reviews. Have you still not seen Captain America Civil War? Well, you could watch my spoiler-free version of it right here, or you could watch my spoiler version and we could talk about what happened in the movie. I got more reviews to do, and until then, I'll see you later.